0: What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead Your Healthy Dose of Leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead Your Healthy Dose of Leadership. What's up, Vitamin Lead? Welcome back to part two of Leading Yourself During the Holidays. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. If you haven't had the chance to listen to it, go check it out as our friends Noah Kay and Jess Reed talk about how we can deal with family and food during the holidays. We're getting ready to launch into part two of this interview as they talk about finances and then give us some closing thoughts and a challenge here during the holidays. So hope you'll listen in, listen closely and uh, find some things that'll really help you this holiday season. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Well, from food to finances, Mm -hmm. our last topic for uh, leading yourself through the holidays. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. Yes. Um, Okay. So this is is a tough one, right? Um, This is something I I think I was reading this week. There's like one of the highest grossing, like billions and billions of dollars. There's like a four hour period on Cyber Monday like the most money is spent in the whole year in this four-hour block. And uh, it's just incredible, like how it captures us and uh, how we kind of become part of that culture. And so um, I just want to throw it out to you guys. Uh, Neither of you claim to be financial experts, but just what are some thoughts? We need to get our friend Wilson on this uh, at some point to share some of this. But uh, why does Black Friday, Cyber Monday, anything like that capture so much of our attention and our money?
1: dopamine.
2: Well, I have, um, you know, this is the thought I have. I I think um, it's deeply, deeply, deeply connected to our culture. Um, I I have found, after living overseas, that Americans um, seemingly, it it seems to me in my experience, um, don't think their culture is a culture. Hmm. Other cultures have culture. We don't have culture. We're American. Maybe that's true for every culture that they think everyone else is weird and they're normal, if I can say it that way. But I sat at Halloween here in front of my house the other night and I was, every time since living overseas, Halloween just is the most stark of all when it comes to culture. I mean, are you serious? I'm sitting outside of my front door with candy, giving free candy out that I bought to (laughs) children dressed in wild outfits while their parents stroll them through the neighborhood from door to door, expectant to receive this free gift of candy during a one hour block of time on the last day of October. Like it's just so specific and weird. And anyway, and, and it's just culture. And I think in many ways, the entire vibe of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Monday Giving Tuesday now has been added to that. The entire vibe is this preparation, getting ready for the time of year where our culture says we buy gifts and gives gifts because that's somehow what Christmas is all about. So it's all interconnected, but I think it's weaved through, cultural rope is holding all that together in many ways. And then I think we mustn't shy away from all of our desire for a good deal in a very materialistic culture um, where money makes the world go round. We don't have, you know, unlimited access to capital. And most of us are like, I want nice things. I want to buy gifts, but I can't afford to do what I want. So there's this mind trick that goes, but I can, if I get in at the right moment, at the right time, at the right store and pay the right price. I can, I can, I can do it. I can make this happen. I can be like the rest of them. I can buy whatever old crap I want, and so it's all there. So I don't know. I kind of think it's not all bad. It mustn't all be rejected, but it must. We we should play the game thoughtfully and joyfully, participate in it, understanding that it's very driven by culture, materialism, greed, and there's a whole bunch of unhealthy stuff. But you, I think you can swim in it in a healthy way, and it. Not throw the baby out with bathwater. So those are some initial thoughts about the whole vibe around those things. And then I have a story I gotta tell you, but I'll, I'll wait a minute and I want to hear what your response are to that about Trish and I and our lesson around money and holidays.
0: Well, I I, I remember as as we were uh, getting ready to prepare for this, I remembered a time when we were uh, was a school teacher and a pastor in Detroit and uh, had very little money, and there's funny stories around that of uh, how people saw us with very little money. But uh, one of the things one Christmas is I just said, you know, my family grew up going to SeaWorld of Ohio. And so one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I don't know. I'm guessing this is legal because uh, it's home videos, but I just went and uh, downloaded videos from YouTube of the different SeaWorld shows from SeaWorld of Ohio that people had uh, uploaded and then put them together in a little uh, DVD and, uh, shared some of my memories, added a a little note to my whole family there. And so, and that was one of the things that uh, even recently, like they they had in their cabinets, even though most of us don't have DVD players anymore. uh, That was something that they had in their cabinets that uh, I so appreciated uh, because it wasn't something that I bought, but it was something that came from memory and came from uh, just a a genuine care and love for them and and all of that, so Mm
1: -hmm. what's your thoughts? I don't really have much to add that Noah hasn't already said so well. So um, the sa- I think that we get very caught up in, in the limited time offer um, propaganda. And, and really it's just, it's cultural, it's also neurobiological, like it's a dopamine hit every time we you know, hit, it, hit the button online like buy now and it's gonna be at our door in two days or even <coughs> now. Um, but it now. But it can be a thrill Um, and it can be a replacement for what it is that we are really seeking at that time of year. Um, and the holidays can be particularly a time when people tend to rely on their crutches or their numbing coping mechanisms because, um, you know, the holidays can be stressful. It brings up a lot of like grief for a lot of people, I think. Um, so it's just, I think it's something to be aware of uh, about yourself going into it. And just kind of be mentally prepared, and and again, it's kind of the whole have a plan, like have a budget, um, stick to the budget, and if you are able to stick to the budget by going out at 2 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving, and that's fun for you, awesome. Um, but it's all about sticking. It, it's about knowing what your values are and what your plans are, and and not um, caving into someone else's agenda, whether that's a family member or just target marketing. Mm.
0: that's good all right now we want to hear the trisha and you story well it's
2: it's uh so i didn't over anticipate it i hope but yeah we just um we realized we were really all pretty bad with our finances through our 20s and we've been pretty good through our 30s and we're now at a place where i'm really proud of us and i would definitely not call myself a financial expert but My financial coach would tell you that I'm up there in the high level of percentage, if he's listening, of people that understand finances. And I really do enjoy it. So I've grown a lot in it. It's been one of the areas of development in in my own life and in life together as as a couple and a family. But we realized a number of years ago when we started to try to do, we were doing better with our finances, we would, Christmas was pretty awful. Like October, November, we fought all the time about money because very simple. I mean, like, where do you think this money's coming from for all these (laughs) gifts you want to buy just falling from the sky? I mean, this is a lot of money. So what we did for a decade or more is just put it on a credit card and worry about it later. Awful way to live. So that's no longer like, okay with me at this point in our story. So we're like, I, I, we, so we would fight and fight and carry on. Finally about, I don't know how many Christmases ago, four or five Christmases ago. I'm like, look, we're fixing this problem for next year right now. I want you to go make a budget because this is Trisha's thing. She loves to buy gifts. If it weren't for her, our kids would be naked and afraid. And so she like is the brainchild behind everything like this. So make a list of everyone you want to buy for and what you want to spend on them, you know, and add it up and give me a total number, go for it, go for the gold, whatever you want, you know, just don't forget anybody. So she did. And she comes up with this number. Um, and for everyone, it's different. Some people don't value gift giving and they can pull it off for $300. Not my wife. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with three kids and a big family and a desire to give gifts, we're talking $1,800, folks. We're talking $150 a month savings. So I, I got the magic number. The magic number was $1,800. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to throw away $1,800 on gifts. That mm-hmm. So anyway, I got past that. I didn't fight because I'd said, just give me the number. And I love to manage our finances and lead us in that way. So I said, great, I did the math, divided 800 by 12, $1,500, I mean, $150 a month, and began to save $150 a month for that year. And we've done it every year since. And so our account that says Christmas, that's you know, in our bank, that's labeled Christmas as a savings account, where I put $150 every month of 2019. And now she has this bank account that has 1,600 something dollars in it, and I'll put the money in again in a few days, and we'll be up to 1,800, and she can just go have a blast and steward this. And so we no longer fight at Christmas. So it it just changed our lives. And I just wanted to say, I mean, I think people just need to make a plan and then work their plan because, I don't know about you guys, but 1,500 bucks or whatever is not just falling out of the sky mid-November.
1: So right. yep. we
2: don't, we just, we need to plan for that kind of thing. We live on a budget. We don't have extra money to just go out and spend that kind of money. So that helped us. That saved our lives in some ways at this time of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so if you set like your own, uh, this kind of transitions to another question I have. If you set kind of your own expectations, then mm-hmm. let's say you have family members that uh, the expectation is giving or gifts and stuff like that. If you're not in a position to do that or you haven't been saving and stuff like that. How can you, can you walk me through like what a conversation would look like with those folks uh, that kind of expect that every year. How, how will you be different with them. Um, if you just need to set some new expectations for gift giving and stuff like that.
1: I'll let you go for this one. Noah.
2: Well, I, I, you know, what came to my mind TJ was to to maybe skip the conversation and try to just do something creative but super meaningful. So sometimes the most special things are things that took thought and time, but not money. And so it could be, you know, a handwritten poem printed on nice paper and framed mm-hmm. that makes your auntie Jane cry her eyes out. And it's the most special mm-hmm. gift she got the whole holidays. And it costs you $3. Um, I think there's way, way more creativity to employ around the holidays that just aren't totally focused on money. So I wonder if there could be ways to avoid conversations that are awkward and just act in creative and significantly special ways to rethink what gift giving looks like. Um, So that's been successful for me in times where we didn't have a lot and Valentine's Day comes around and I feel like I want to get Trisha a dozen roses and a diamond ring, but I can't. And so I've we she's got a Valentine poem I wrote her years ago that's hanging in our bedroom. And I walk by it and think, man, that was good actual hours to write that poem, which for me was a lot of time investment. And so, you know, whatever those types of creative things seem like a good idea. I think in larger family systems where there's like traditional routines, I think we need to revisit them. So like we do like a cousin's gift exchange and you know, with a $35 limit or something, we'll ask ourselves each year, should we keep doing this cousin's gift exchange or are they too old now?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, let's
2: do it one more year. Okay. But then we'll ask ourselves again next year. Sound good. Yeah. Sounds good. So keep revisiting. Does this, cause sometimes you don't like it, they don't like it and y'all just aren't talking about it. So yeah. I would say revisit ask the question again each year, whether it's time for change.
0: The cousins are 23, but we're yes. going to keep giving gifts to one another. Nice. Remote controls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's great advice, Noah. I like your thought on doing like a meaningful gift. And and you mentioned the, the SeaWorld videos that you had done for your family and how that was like. They so were- that's something that they still talk about. Um, so I think that um, in some families, though, that creating a meaningful gift is not something that, uh it's really appreciated and so um if that's your family I would say don't be dumb and waste all your time creating something beautiful and sentimental and meaningful that you know is going to get poo-pooed on and you're just going to get hurt way worse um that might sound really negative but you can you can do that you know you can talk yourself up and and just think like well i can't afford this So, and if they don't like it then they're just an awful human being but you already know that they're not gonna like it and you're just setting yourself up to have that experience of rethinking that they're an awful human being for not liking your handmade thing and so that's why i say just you know if that's your situation and you know that that's what the situation is then just don't put yourself through the pain um it's probably less painful for you to go have the awkward conversation and say like hey just wanted you to know like and have it early like in September like <laughs> just wanted you just can we talk about the holidays just wanted you to know our budget our financial situation is different than it hasn't than it has been in past years or we have this financial goal that is more important to us this year than whatever it might be we're having a baby we're trying to save for a house or just whatever so just wanted you to to have a heads up that we're not going to be able to, you know, operate at the same level financial-wise with gifts as we have in the past. Um, still plan on giving you a gift, but just wanted to give you a heads up, you know. And I think that that can probably mitigate it better than than the um, heartfelt gift for someone that is not bent that way. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's so sensitive and so wise. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm
2: because so many family systems are, they're just so diverse. And so mm-hmm. I think with the listeners that those that are listening into this, it's like you find yourself where you fit, but the family systems are as unique as our DNA. So it's like, I ain't going to work
0: on my family. So <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: really good. Jess.
0: Well, this has been good. Uh, we've tackled three really big holiday topics of family, uh, Food and finances. If you if you both could leave the listeners with just kind of one thought this holiday season, what would you what would you share to the listeners about leading yourself through the holidays?
1: Ooh, um, a fun coaching exercise uh, that I like to offer to people is just to start with a completely blank slate. Whatever it is that you think you have to do right now, just take it completely off the table. And if you could design your ideal holiday season, what would you want it to look like? And even if you can't make it look exactly like that, at least you will have gotten further of creating something intentional that you really want, a memory that you want to create, um, a a connection with a loved one that you want to solidify, um, an experience as a family, whatever it might be. Um, But that will get you so much further Um, To just start with a blank slate and imagine and dream a little bit. What is your ideal future version of you at the holidays? Like, what is your, what is your ideal Christmas day look like? Whatever it might be. And then you might have all of those feelings inside of you. Like, what's the point of this? It's never going to be able to be like this. Like, just push that to the side. Just give yourself the opportunity. And like I said, even if you don't end up with the ideal that you wrote down, you will get further than where you are right now.
0: Noah? I love
2: that. I I have a weird one. Um, So here it is. It's a challenge during the holiday season for all of us to consider, and that is double your eye
0: contact. Hmm.
2: Think in terms of how much eye contact you typically make with your friends and family during a holiday season and try to have an inner goal to double it. I think you would be just shocked all of us if we watch the video of how we enter in to family meals, family gatherings, parties, Christmas parties and on and on it goes. Hurried, busy, focused on our casserole dish and the Mm -hmm. foil coming off at the side Mm -hmm. and where to put our jacket and where to put our purse and what we're gonna do next, and who's there and who isn't there, that we do a lot less eye contact and looking into each other than we can ever imagine. And it's weird and can feel threatening and scary, I'm sure, but I, I don't know, somehow it feels like it deepens something, makes me more present, makes me more aware. Like the greatest thing to look at is into the eyes of another person with compassion to, feel and hear. And so it's like all these gifts around us of people that apparently mean something to us.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so I, I don't know, weird as it might be, try it as an experiment. Why don't you double your eye contact with your friends and family during this holiday season, see what happens. they might like, why are you staring at me like that? I don't know, make up some reason, but I, I just feel like it can establish deeper connection and then also center us a bit on what it's really all about, which is love, loving others, loving people. That's what it's out. Our hearts are going to be full when we lay our head down at night during the holidays if we've loved well that day. Mm-hmm. Not if we've been busy enough or our food tasted great or
0: whatever, whatever.
2: So there it That's is. Good. Weird as it is.
0: That's so good. Thank you both. Thank you both for the the wisdom. Uh, this is good. You know, we're we're filming this in early November and I and it'll be going live next week. And so I really hope that we can all take to heart the words that we've talked about and what will inevitably happen in other people's hearts and minds as they think through this stuff. And so I'm believing for a great holiday season, uh, whatever you celebrate, a great holiday season uh, in these coming months. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Jess. And thank you, Noah, for, uh, for sharing your hearts, your lives, and your wisdom with us today.
2: Thank, Thank you, you, TJ and Jess. It's a real honor to be with you. I love you guys a lot. You know that.
0: We love you too. We love you too. Now, uh, I always forget this part, but so before we wrap up here, just remember to check out Noah and the Integer Network yeah. at integernetwork.com, um, and uh, you can see more about the work that they're doing and holiness and authenticity and coaching there, and then also theketofit.com where you can connect with Jess. We'll put both links in our show notes, but uh, thank you, uh, Vitamin Leap community out there for watching today and being with us. Uh, We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great holiday season. Bye-bye.